1: The good news is, you're correct, you did get eight points. The bad news is, I'm just really bad at this live stream with Mark Lark, and I had you muted for half of that. So, no, I I heard your story, but no one else did. waffling on anyway. Yeah, basically, Neil got eight points on his bench, so he's not happy. Um, Yeah, it was eight. I just checked that. McCarthy, we'll talk about that in a minute, because a lot of people want to know if Force is going to keep playing. But defence was all right. I actually worked out that I had nine double gaming players just for the second round of games. With my triple captain active, I got twenty-eight points. Like yeah. That's that's how bad it was. So, yeah, they yeah everyone can hear now. I, 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 why do I keep cocking this up? I've been doing this for like four years. Uh, but yeah, sorry about that. We'll jump into the team news in just a second. If you haven't already checked out. Um, fancy and we have a really cool um, partnership going with them and this week it's a free roll so it's completely free to go and enter all you need is a password because it's open exclusively to fantasy football scout uh, viewers I guess of videos and, and people that go and read the articles on the site as well So there's a link in the description below to sign up for that if you want to um, and there's a link to the article where the password is as well so you are going to need a password to enter it's just for fantasy football scout uh, members link in the description below it is 18 plus and be There is a there is link to that in the description as well so make sure uh to go and check that out 500 quid prize pool completely free to enter let's start off with uh we were just discussing before it's actually quite quiet this week but uh, i think a lot of people are either holding on to Grealish or trying to get him back in i think I'm, I'm someone that definitely wants him back in when he's fit um but still out i, I see i think
0: yeah he's one of the players who um, had to get rid of him more, more um, game week 2016 because he was we speculated that he wasn't really going to recover for that second game, and he it didn't. And he's not going to play this weekend either by the sounds of it. Smith said he was unlikely to play against Wolves. He's doing better, apparently, and he's, uh, quote, uh, pain-free. But they're still going to consult with the medical team and see where he's at. But yeah, unlikely to play against Wolves is a 25% job in FPL. And um, that initial prognosis, where um, I think it was ruled out for a month, wasn't he, by various media outlets, has looked looking increasingly likely to, to come to fruition, despite Smith objecting to that at the start. So this will be the third game he's missed. And then and then who knows for game 28. But um, the fact that he's pain-free, does sound down positive, but um, obviously not want to take any risks at the moment. As for the rest of Villa, Matty um, Cash, he's still recovering. He's expected back in training soon. He's been doing some work on the grass. Um, Wesley is back. He's going to be playing for the under-23s, I think, before he's considered for the first team. And then Courtney House as well is going to return to training next week. There was a, a, an interesting line as well beyond team news. Um, a lot of managers have been asked this this week about the international break coming up. and As we know about the uh, red list countries where you have to quarantine, more on that in a second. Um, so he mentioned uh, his international contingent, one of which is closes is Martinez, who a lot of people own. Uh, and he said they will not be allowed to go if
1: oh, wow. um,
0: they call up. Yeah. So I don't that's good that news stands. for me.
1: I've only got one keeper and it is Martinez. <laughs> so I'm quite glad to hear that. The, just, just really quickly before um, you carry on with that. So I think the international break is between 29 and 30. Have I got that right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, okay. So potentially some players are going to miss out. It's kind of good news, I suppose, for FPL.
0: Yeah, there will be. I mean, I don't know, I don't know where Smith stands in terms of being able to make a call. Um, is it left to the discretion of the manager or the club? I'm not sure because usually when it comes to international call-ups, there's a, a requirement to attend um, the training camp with your respective country and then, and then take it from there. But um, maybe there's exceptions this time. I should read up on that. But um, I expect there'll be one or two players going away and then subsequently missing out uh, in game week 30 and beyond.
1: So, yeah, we'll have to keep a close eye on that then, uh, running up to the thing. I've seen a few – well, we're going to see it in a minute. There's a few managers that have talked about not letting their players go. But like you said, whether or not they're actually – whether the players will want to not go, I suppose, is one thing. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over the next few weeks. Uh, Let's go to Leicester next. Obviously, we know they've got a few injuries. um, I I couldn't remember if the Barnes – time length of injury we did last week or whether we only heard about it this week but obviously there's him to talk about briefly uh, and also Madison as well what's the latest on them?
0: Well Barnes yeah we might have heard about the, the rumours of it being six weeks and then Rogers has subsequently confirmed that I think he said at least six, six weeks so he's had um, surgery on that knee injury that he picked up against Arsenal and of course he missed out in the in the second leg of that double game weeks uh, 26 double header for Leicester but he's out now still after the international break. Uh, Madison, uh, again, and much like Greeders, I think um, Roger's not putting a timeline on it, so being a bit cagey with the details. Um, And then again, he's talking about in the next few weeks, he's hoping he's feeling better. So sounds sounds very, very unlikely for this weekend. Um, And then I think Leicester's not got a fixture in 29, have they? So it's just another game after this and then it is the international break. So maybe we'll not see him now till April. Um, because uh, it's obviously a, a niggling problem. He's had this before. It's a hip issue. Um, I don't think they need surgery on it this time, but they're obviously not taking any risks on it. And uh, I expect you'll not only miss this weekend, but um, possibly and probably game week 28 as well.
1: So probably not worth thinking about until game week 30 onwards at least then. Um... I think for the next couple of of teams it's more it's not necessarily injury news of course if there is obviously we'll talk about it but it's more um lineup considerations. So Liverpool first um obviously there's something on Quebec, which you can you can explain the set but it was quite interesting to see Jota got on the pitch last night. Uh, and I think given the lack of uh Liverpool I don't know what to say. Like in front of goal, it's just not happening right now. At least it feels like it's not. I know they scored a couple past Sheffield United, but they were poor last night. You got to think Jota is going to start. Did Klopp kind of mention what his fitness level is like at
0: all? He was talking about him in context of the front three sort of misfiring, especially Salah as well. Obviously, there was a lot of talk about Salah substitution last night. If anyone didn't see this, he was brought off I think around the hour mark. Liverpool needing a goal, and then they bring off the, the top goal scorer. Uh, was Jota going on, of course, um, and? Klopp was just saying that um, he could have brought any one of that front three off, Firmino, Mane or Salah, um, but Salah was the one who was flagging the most. So he, it was a fatigue-led substitution um, and he understands why he wasn't happy. So, yeah, I expect he'll be, he'll be challenging for a first-team place very, very, very soon. Um, he would have been in the squad last weekend had he not taken ill overnight. So he'd already sort of proved his match fitness, as it were, and he would have been involved against Sheffield United had he not come down with this. I think it was a stomach problem, um, and then he made the bench against Chelsea, came on for half an hour. Looked decent enough. I mean, nobody really stood out in that Liverpool team um, last night. But, uh, yeah, probably challenge for a, a place very, very soon. Um, they've also got the Champions League coming up as well. And this game follows, what, three days after the, after the um, Chelsea game? They're playing Fulham. So I would not be surprised if there's a change or two. As for Kabak, he is a, a doubt, a significant doubt for this. Um, Klopp said he doesn't think he's going to recover for this but he does have um, Nat Phillips who he thinks is uh, uh, going to be available he missed out with a knock yesterday and he's also got Ben Davis as well who they've been trying to get up to speed I think in terms of not necessarily much fitness but in terms of um, tactics and, and and things like that so um, I still think he's behind Phillips in the queue so I, I would not be surprised if it's Phillips alongside Fabinho um, providing Fabinho is up to another start course because he only just returned against Chelsea last night, and he's got this um, recurrent problem where he just, he just starts a couple of games, picks up a muscle problem, and then sits out uh, another few. So, yeah, not, uh, not a team you'd be, be backing um, at the moment for captaincy or, or transfers in. A game against Fulham on paper looks fairly attractive, but um, the way Fulham have been playing, defensively especially... Uh, I fancy an upset, I think. It, uh, I feel, or at least a low and draw or something like that.
1: A bit like the Spurs we, game last night.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think very much like that. Even thinking about playing Luckman this week, I'll, I'll see.
1: I, I was looking at the members area because I've like, eyed I, I up Liverpool's fixtures and I think potentially if they can get some kind of solid centre-back partnership going, I think Trent has actually looked quite good. I don't think yeah. right now I'm ready to spend that kind of money. But um, for expected goals conceded over the last, I think it was four or six, Liverpool are right up there. Like They're just not... They're just not playing well at all right now. Um, Salah, I guess recently-ish, has scored a few goals, but it just just doesn't look right. Something's not quite right there. And I I think the longer it goes on, the worse it gets as well, because the more questions Klopp gets about it, Salah looked really annoyed when he came off last night as well. Um, So it's just, I don't know if the camp is as happy as it was probably last year when they were um, running away with things. So yeah, it would be interesting to see. I think, for me, I'm going to keep Salah and hope that he isn't part of the the change and given that he came off after like 60-ish minutes I'd say it's probably going to start but um yeah probably hopefully not so much tracking back to do against Fulham as there was (laughs) against Chelsea which seemed to be the problem uh let's move on to Man United another team uh not scoring too many goals at the moment or at least it feels like it um David De Gea missed the second game of the double game week luckily for anyone that played him he got a pretty big score in the first game um but it looks like he's going to be missing out more is that right
0: yeah, so it was personal reasons um, cited for his absence, and we've now we now know what they are. Um, his partner gave birth in Spain, and he's travelled back there uh, to attend the birth. And then, of course, with the current uh, protocols, guidelines around quarantine, he will now have to self isolate when he does come back to the UK for I think it's ten days. I think it's ten days. Isn't it? So that rules him out of obviously uh, the Manchester derby, which is this weekend, and probably gimmick. 28 as well depending on when he's when he's flying back or if he already has but um which again would would mean we're not seeing him in the premier league in an fpl game until after the international break uh if we're assuming that that's, that's you know it's going to be a, a 10 day quarantine period and then and then of course united blank in 29 so uh, yeah henderson looks good for a start in the next two um other team news for united Solskjaer, just as usual cage himself, talking about uh, they might get one or two back. You now, by that, he's obviously referring to the likes of Martial, who missed out, I think, with a knock. Uh, Van der Beek's got sort of um, recurrent issues. He came back against Chelsea, then didn't wasn't involved against Palace. Uh, he's probably one of the ones I mentioned. And Pogba, I don't think, he's expected back for this one either. I um, think He's back on the grass and, and doing individual work. Solskjaer thinks he'll be involved at some point, I think, in March, but it um, doesn't sound like this weekend. And uh, yeah, I think I'd say it in terms of injuries. Oh, Matt is out as well, but of course he's not. Um... He's not a first team manager.
1: yeah it would be good to get Pogba back I think I think I, I was saying this on a video earlier I don't want to like put everything on his shoulders that he's the reason we're finding it difficult to break teams down but he was uh, he was helping out with that so it would be good to get him back I just checked as well Henderson he's only 0.1 million cheaper than uh, David De Gea he obviously he got a price obviously for being a Man United keeper this year not a Sheffield United one unfortunately so not so much of a bargain as you might um, might hope so yeah probably no need to go there uh, let, let's go to uh, Man City what every Really need you to tell us is which players are going to start twice in game week twenty seven. Do you think? Do you think De Bruyne has got a chance?
0: I don't know. I think obviously he's going to start this weekend. I think the Manchester derby. I would I would be confident about that. They've had what is it five days? They played on Tuesday um against Wolves, and then five days for the Manchester derby. Beyond that, they have obviously um another double game week coming up. The second fixture is against Southampton. Now I think that is where a fixture where. Obviously, we want our we want our captains to play because Southampton just been so woeful. But that is obviously the fixture where you would think there'd be a spot or two rotation. Um, so the that what that follows what three days after after the United game, then there's another three days before Fulham. So that's like three games in the space of a, a week, seven days. And then I think it's the Champions League after that as well. So um, I wonder. I mean, he does love to Bruyne and he does throw him straight back in after injuries. Um, but they have got this. Uh, I wrote about this one actually in on, an article on the site. They've they've got three players now who play in those two number eight positions. Not that's not even including Foden. So Gundogan and Bernardo have had the um, uh, duopoly on that for much of the winter. De Bruyne has come back. He played much much of the first half of the season almost up front, but since then has been sort of playing um, back in that that midfield three. Uh, which is obviously where Gundogan and Bernardo have been playing, and they both got a bench and a piece in, in 26. So I wouldn't be surprised if he missed that one. I'd also not be surprised if he starts up front in the derby because it's, it tends to be in the bigger games where Guardiola goes with a, a strikeless option um, and asks one of De Bruyne or Bernardo to, to fill in up front. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd be more. I mean, Gundogan's obviously just had his rest, so I'm, I'm happy at least in a way that that's happened, and he's still got an assist out of it. Um, because I own him and I expect him obviously to feature against United and then hopefully against Everton as well. Uh, and then you just you just use me so educated. Guess the stones you think would come back in for for this one because he missed out in midweek. And um, it's just whether or not these players are going to start twice in a row.
1: Yeah, I think as a as a Stones owner now, I think um, like last week, potentially, if you thought they were only going to play once, you could have made a decision to get rid because everyone else had two games. But this week, even if he plays once, so is everybody else. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel quite as bad. But I, I'm a Stones owner and it just, I think Laporte started eight of the last 12 in all competitions and Laporte, uh, Stones have started six, although two of the games for Laporte were FA Cup games. So in terms of Champions League and Premier League, they've both started six of the last 12. Um, so they are pretty much going one in, one out. So long term, I'm, I'm a bit worried about that. I was just looking at Kevin De Bruyne. He, he's basically started every single game apart from the games, the two games after he's come back from injury. So there was game week six, he played 22 minutes. That was just after a muscle injury. And then 10 minutes against Everton, which was just after his hamstring injury. Outside of that, he started every game. The only problem is now things have changed a little bit in terms of the league is yeah. all but wrapped up, isn't it? And then, like you said, Champions League. So, yeah, it's a difficult one, but there's always a chance. But in terms of injuries, it's just Aki, right? He's back and they're actually looking yeah. pretty good for the, the, be, the best squad in the league. And not only that, they're all fit.
0: <laughs> yeah, that which makes obviously my job a lot harder because he's got more options to choose from. So, yeah, everyone's fit, even Aki. So,
1: yeah, no injuries. Happy days. Let's see how many starts Aguero gets over the next few weeks. Uh, let's go to Spurs next. Um, so obviously Gareth Bale has now started the last two. Uh, a lot of people will be looking at him as well this week. Did Mourinho kind of mention anything more on his fitness? I know he's talked about it before, but does he mention anything specifically after last night?
0: Um, well, we had, yeah, there was a few press conferences that were held uh, in the aftermath of, of the Thursday night games, which are then held back for today. Um, so on the injury news front anyway with Spurs, uh, Aurier's got this recurring calf thing and then Lo Celso's a doubt so yeah as for Bale um, Mourinho has previously said just I think ahead of that uh, that uh, Fulham game that he he doesn't know whether he can start Bale for, all, for like I think it's four matches in a row already because they're looking at the dino moza grand match next Thursday as well um, but I don't think that's possible so he's already started two he did come off in the second half uh, against Fulham he looked um as a lot of them did, he looked sort of yeah, less less impressive than he had against Burnley, understandably so, because Fulham's one of the best. it feels weird to say, it, but they're one of the best defensive teams in the division at the moment on current form. Um so he was well shackled last night, really. He didn't really get much joy. And Marino was talking about his plethora of options in, in attack. So he um mentioned he was talking about Ali. Ali got his first start since game at one. Um, and he said he earned it, but he says he's got these eight-strong field of players he can play. Lucas Moura was benched last night, and he said he came on and made a difference because he was fresh. Uh, Lamella, of course, was benched. Bergwijn wasn't even in the squad. So um, I wouldn't be putting my house on Bale starting again this weekend, uh, particularly with the Europa League coming up, and then um, then obviously more games beyond that as well. Uh, Again, they're playing twice a week from now until the international break, so there will be a benching for Bale somewhere along along the, uh, the way. It's just if you're an owner or a new owner, you're going to hope for um, for the Europa League to be the time when he gets his rest. So yeah, three starts in a week. I can't remember the last time he did that.
1: Yeah, he put a lot of work in against Fulham as well. He wasn't just yeah. going forward. He did a lot of tracking. But they all did, to be fair. I thought Ali was really good as well at winning the ball back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's a bit different. Like, Man City's next three games are all Premier League. Then they play Champions League. Whereas for Spurs, it's Premier League, Europa League, Premier League, Europa League. And the, the match in the middle of the Europa League games is Arsenal as well. So, you know, that's a big one. I think it's, I think it's interesting because Mourinho... I'm sure we'll want to win that Europa League to say he's got a trophy, but at the same time, top four is not out of the question, given how things are going at the moment. They're not; they're five points off, which um, isn't ideal. But they also have a game in hand over Chelsea, so they win that, they'd only be two points off. So it's going to be uh, interesting to know. But I, I, as always, we just we just don't know unless Mourinho says it, like he did. Um, uh, no, no, he hasn't done it. Sorry, he hasn't said who's going to play. But yeah, if he came out and said it, it'd be much easier. But yeah, benching over the next couple looks. Looks likely, I would say. Um, this one was really interesting. Again, not not injury news, but there's a lot of people that own Calvert-Lewin and a lot of people that own him for the blank in um, Game Week 26. Uh, and possibly there's a reason why he's blanked. What's uh, what's Ancelotti said about that?
0: Yeah, I just caught this just before it came on air. So last night, uh, Everton switched to a diamond system, a system that appeared recently as well. And... Um, of course, Charleston continues his, his purple patch. He's been playing centrally throughout a lot of this run, whereas for most of the season he's been on the on the on the left, or certainly out wide. Um. So yeah, this was a quote from Ancelotti uh, talking about that switch to a diamond system. Um. And he said he made it to give more attacking opportunities for both uh, Sigurdsson, who was just obviously behind the two strikers, and Richarlison, uh more centrally. And he said he sacrificed a little bit the position of Dominic, who so obviously means Calvert Lewin. So, instead of being the, the, the sole focus of the, the attack, he's now centre-right. So, part of a front two in, in normal speak, really. Um, so, yeah, as we've seen a little bit with Vardy, with Ian Acho, um, these players who are used to playing, sort of ploughing alone for up front, being the sole target for a lot of the team's attacks, all of a sudden now has a strike partner um, who's outperforming them. As is also yeah, the case looking with, really good. With, yeah, as is also the case with um, Vardy and Ian Acho. So... Um, yeah, Cavalewan's on a, a pretty barren run. I think two goals in the last, what is it, 15 game weeks? Something like that. Um, a few assists amongst them as well and an injury layoff. But um, yeah, Richarlison's the one you go for at the moment because he, uh, he, he's he got a track record of being a bit streaky. And obviously he's now he's now deployed more often than not centrally um, rather than a, in a wing position. So that, that age-old argument about whether Richarlison's better as a left winger or as a, as a striker, um perhaps it's a little bit of both perhaps he's better in a in a strike partnership rather than rather than playing as a lone striker or as an out and out wide man so yeah, yeah he's i think, a, he's I, a man think
1: I think journey was saying on the match cast that um in, in ancelotti's books he he sees 4-4-2 as the best football formation whether it's the diamond or not um and so yeah it makes a lot of sense he's a completely different player to calvert lewin so to have two different kind of players to think about it makes sense I guess so yeah it's not looking good just to plan let me plant a seed of doubt for people so uh, not not a seed of doubt but something to think about so even I one of the reasons people don't want to get rid of Calvert-Lewin is in case there's a double next week which has been talked about quite a bit it's not set in stone the later it gets the less chance there is like unless we hear about it today I'm not sure how convinced I would be so Antonio has leads at home this week he's only 12.9% owned in the top 10k now because so many people got rid of him and he plays in 29, so even if Calvert-Lewin had a double in 28, he and Antonio play the same amount of fixtures over the next three yeah. game weeks. So there you go. For those of you that are worried about selling Calvert-Lewin, let me give you an idea of something you could do. I'm still not sure I would do that, but um, especially if you've got a good bench, you could just bench Calvert-Lewin. But Leeds at home has got to be a, a pretty pretty nice fixture. So yeah, on that, I'll uh, segue straight into talking about Leeds. We'll come on to West Ham later on. Um, how are Leeds looking at the moment?
0: Not too bad. Um, I've just seen this afternoon that uh, Rodrigo has made his return. He played for the under-23s this afternoon, I think just a half, a, half a football. Uh, there's a few of the first-teamers involved in that as well. So he was one of the, the names mentioned yesterday by Bielsa uh, um, in terms of possible returnees for giving me 27. Uh, the ones, of course, are Phillips and uh, Jamie Shacklin. So he said it depends how they evolve in the following days. And he did actually say some some of them would be involved with the under twenty-threes. And it is the case with Rodrigo. So he had a half of football. The fact that it's on uh, I think is it on Monday? They're playing Leeds, they're playing West Ham. When is it? Uh game?
1: possibly. Let me see. Quick look. Yeah, there's two games Monday, on Monday yeah. actually, Chelsea and Everton yeah. and West Ham Leeds.
0: So in theory, uh, Rodrigo could be involved um in that game. He's only played half a half a game today. That's three days of rest or two days of full full days of rest and then uh, a game on the Monday night so he could be involved in that and then we don't know where Phillips and Chatteldon, um whether they're going to recover uh, but I think that was it I'll, I'll be honest I didn't see this all the way through because I was uh, not covering this yesterday David was but I think those are the standout uh, headlines anyway from that presser
1: I think Le- I think uh, Rodrigo scored in that game as well. I'm sure I saw a tweet just morning. Yeah, he against did. Wolves yeah. within six minutes, mm-hmm. so backfiring already. I'm sure he'll be back into the uh, the first team sooner rather than the later. Um, let's come on to Chelsea. So I think this is another manager, Tuchel, that's talked about um, players not going. Uh, I don't know if he said he's not going to let them go, but what's the kind of latest from the uh, the Chelsea camp?
0: Yeah, he wasn't quite as, as uh, forthright as Dean Smith was. Um, he did say, it, yeah, it was it was addressed. Um, last night, this was, and it's just been released from embargo today. He said he was worried about it. Um, and he said if you have got players in quarantine, he can't build a, the group he wants. And he's, yeah, he's worried about the situation. He said he trusted the club to make uh, the right decision and find a solution. But he doesn't seem as bullish about the prospect of him denying the opportunity for some of his uh, international players to go aboard and, and represent the countries, of, of which Chelsea have a few. Um, I guess one of them. Uh, Tiago Silva, I'm thinking about the red list countries um, he's I think the only injury concern Chelsea have at the minute, uh, Tammy Abraham as well, he missed out with an, a minor ankle problem but Tiago has been out for quite a while and was ruled out of the Liverpool game but is back in training so there's a possibility he could return um, when Chelsea play uh, in Everton on Monday night so he could be back but um, yeah, I think other than that uh, nothing really to report on the, on the injury front yeah,
1: I, I must admit, I try and switch off from the news at the moment because it always feels like bad news. Like this is non-football, but is that like have you seen any talk about them getting like a special, basically not having to quarantine as long as they test negative? Is there anything about that at all? Have you seen that?
0: I, I don't think that's the case. It has been the case in the past. In the, in the, in the autumn international breaks, there was special dispensation, wasn't there? Like uh, bubbles forming, where you could make a swift return. But I think this time, uh, if it's on a red, if it's a red list country. Not all the countries are going to be red listed, but if yeah. it's on a red list country, then you have to you have to quarantine for ten days. I think at least ten days um, upon your return. So there is the there is the prospect of
1: some players missing out. I think if they do go away. Wow. Okay. And the, are these uh, none, are they, this is just friendlies, obviously, right? International friendlies. Um, is it? For there most?
0: are some. No. Well, I think there's some World Cup qualifiers. Oh, going on, okay. Believe. So they yeah. are a bit
1: more important. Yeah,
0: there is some friendlies as well. Um, I think in the middle of them, which seems daft. But yeah, I think there are some some like competitive internationals taking place. There's, okay, um, fair enough. Obviously, obviously they're a little bit behind on international fixtures, so they having to play catch up.
1: Geez, okay, yeah, really interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, let's go to Burnley for Woodsy Corky and Co. How are they? Uh, how are they feeling at the moment?
0: Um, Cork, yeah, he's he's they're going to monitor him. Uh, he took a, a bit of a knock in midweek. Uh, Gummerson and Brady, I think, um, back in training and. Again, Dice talking about whether it's the time to risk them or not. Um, a judgment call, that's his new touch and go. Um, so I suspect they'll miss out again. And Ashley Barnes sounds like he's um, not going to be involved. Uh, he's uh, He's been a, a, out for a while. But Chris Wood did come back. I think we discussed this last week. He came back uh, for Game of 26 and, um, and and started up front. And Dice was very happy with his performance, Him hey, man and uh, vids up top against Leicester. So. Um, yeah he's a uh, he should be um leading the line i think rodriguez had been struggling with a few knocks um but i think he was on the bench against bernie so against uh, leicester so should be fine
1: yeah i was very pleased with Vidra's performance getting rid of that leicester clean sheet as well and i'm all, i'm more glad that wood blanked i've got rid of him from my team now so me and sean are both uh both happy with chris wood uh, let's come on to your boys next newcastle decimated i would say in attack with injuries uh is there any good news from the newcastle camp um not really
0: uh, in so much Steve Bruce might be one step closer at the door which in some Newcastle fans eyes not necessarily mine um that might be good news but uh yeah in terms of the injury news um wilson's obviously still out probably better than expected in terms of um prognosis he was looking like he was after the international break it might be before then he's doing some running now um, Fernandez could be back as well this weekend, but the rest of it is, is pretty bad news, really. Almiron and St Maximin, folk would have seen by now. They're out until April, um, at the least. Uh, they've got two new injuries as well on top of that Hayden and, and Emil Kraft, who've got um, Knox. Hayden's been struggling with an ankle problem for a few weeks. Kraft's got a, a nasty injury to the shin, I think Bruce described it as, so they'll be assessed. So, a good time to play them. Uh, if you own a West Brom uh, defensive asset like Johnson or um, Maitland-Niles for example out of position Maitland-Niles seen a few people owning him it's a good time to play us because we're missing our first choice front three and um, numerous bodies further back as well
1: yeah and I think then next week it's uh, Villa that you get to play I think so yeah anyone holding on to Watkins Martins etc should be a good week next week as well unless a lot of these players are back but it doesn't uh doesn't sound like it for the key ones, so yeah, not not good for Newcastle, um, especially with Fulham playing. I think Newcastle are probably quite happy with the way that handball went last night, uh, yeah. which is absolute joke. That's not a goal, but um, I know before anyone tells me in the comments, I know that's the rules, but uh, I think the rules have been changed today because of that. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's I, like they're literally making it up as they go along, literally. Like it's uh, it's crazy. I I feel without getting into it too much, it also feels very weird. They can just change the rule mid season. Like, because what if something else like that happens again now and someone gets a big advantage from it? Full of, especially if it's like a relegation rival, Fulham would go mad. So I, I, I can't believe it feels like that should be changed at the end of the season, like <laughs> considering we're like two thirds of the way through.
0: And how many changes have we already had as well? We've already had an alteration to it midway through the campaign. And I can imagine, I mean, we saw it with um, there's been a few appeals in the past, not necessarily on field stuff, but Sheffield United appealing uh, West Ham, you know, when they signed Tevez and Mascherano... There'll be a few desperate post-season claims um, if a relegation does happen by the odd point when they could have had a penalty last night, um, I'm sure. um, Because dignity tends to get thrown out the window when Premier League survival's...
1: Yeah, so much money, isn't there?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, money talks, so... Yeah, yeah, that
1: last night I was watching it live on on MatchCast. Ridiculous! Like he could, he couldn't have been in any more of a natural position. He couldn't. He was literally like holding his legs. So anyway, it's been and gone. I won't keep ranting about it. But it was. Uh, I'm glad to see it's changed. It's just stupid that it's done mid-season. But it is what it is, I suppose. Um, okay, let's go to Crystal Palace. So Zaha's been probably the high-profile missing player for a while. Is he back this week?
0: sounds like it, yes. Hodgson uh, he's, he's, um, said he can't I think of a reason why he shouldn't consider him. I think he's ahead of schedule, um, sort of defying medical predictions about when he'd be back. Um, so it sounds like he's he's going to be involved. Um, they have got a, a number of injuries elsewhere, though, Klein and Mitchell, people have probably seen already. Um, they're out, I think, uh, certainly for a week or two, and that sounds like over the international break now, based on today's comments. Uh, they've also got McCarthy. He's re-injured himself. McCarthy's still out um the lesser spotted ferguson is now back in training i think he's going to be with the under 23s so for all those people that
1: kept him from their game week one (laughs) squads you might finally see him before the end of the season you never know
0: i tell you what he's he's down to 3.8 now if i hear good words about his fitness um when i play my wild card in 30 or 31 could be could be excellent fodder for my uh, for my third sub um mitchell's that price as well now so uh, he could you could double up on, oh, on Palace defence for seven point six million.
1: When did Mitchell drop? I he was I knew he was at three point nine. I thought that um, at some point because he started playing again, I was assuming that he'd go back up to four. Um, but to drop again, that seems a bit weird. Keep an eye on he's that. Been,
0: yeah, he's 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 been in and yeah, because he's so well owned, you know, the, with the number of sales, then he's, yeah, he's liable to to drop again. Um, yeah, that's that's the thing that will put me off Palace fullbacks because there is such rotation. Uh, yeah, that's the headline from today is Zaha is fit.
1: Good stuff. Uh, and Brighton, we spoke about last week that Lamptey was close to returning, or at least that's what it sounded like. But now it looks like he's uh, further away again. He's had a setback, is it?
0: He has, yeah. Um, he's uh, pulled out of the game against Leicester, and he's going to visit a specialist for treatment. So that's him and, and Webster in March, who are still out. It's Neil's development down for, for the time being. He's been very impressive. And he's uh, an attractive price as well, I think. Is he? Four points? 3 yes, he I'll is ch- yeah 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 he is um uh doing very well he's uh, obviously playing uh, variously at wing back or right back um so he gets forward got a goal in 25 as well um has been I've, i looked at his i looked at his shot count actually it's pretty healthy i think it's like sort of did on um like dunks recently.
1: Did, did um did Potter put any kind of time frame on Lamps? I'm going to assume probably not because he's got to get you've no. got to get from what is it 15 more days until Brighton play that game week uh, yeah. 29 fixture, but no time frame. He no.
0: didn't, and not that I saw. Um, and with injuries such as this, he's been out for such a long time. Uh, and if if he's seeking specialist opinion, then I would suspect he's not going to be seen anytime soon. So I, I would um I would I would be confident of Feltman. Um, being able to nail down that place until until 29, which is when
1: we need him for that blank game week. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> I've had myself muted again. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of the same with Burn. I'm just I don't even need to play him until 29. I'm just hoping that he keeps his uh, keeps his place in the team. So we'll see. They're both really nice prices. Uh, let's go to Fulham. We've spoken about quite a bit already. Obviously, he didn't uh, get the draw in the end with Spurs last night. Uh, but I don't think because it was last night, I don't think we got much news from him, did we? He's just waiting to see today.
0: Yeah, exactly. He just said um, they'll have a better idea tomorrow. He's usually up front with a team new Scott Parker, but uh, I think that, that is the truth. He said nothing nothing reported so far. Uh, Rodak was the only one. Um, he missed out with a finger injury and obviously Kearney's a longer term injury as well. But uh, yeah, nothing that left out of the page uh, this morning.
1: Yeah, you can tell what an underwhelming double game this is because I we did Man City quite early. I haven't even spoken about Southampton yet and I don't think anyone particularly uh, cares. Although... Saying that the goalkeeper situation is interesting, uh, I'm not sure many people are going to be transferring in Southampton players now. But uh, McCarthy missed um, the last game, so Forster played instead. Obviously, four million goalkeeper. Um, I'm a bit gutted that I went for Fabry when I made my transfers. Now, do you think Forster's is going to keep his place for now?
0: Um, well, I. Funnily enough, I had double term, uh goalkeeper and representatives in my. 25 team and then i got rid of foster for martinez um which is yeah the way that's went. yeah so i could have had him this week he would have could have been an option but i think i think i'm playing martinez anyway um because one of of course one of Southampton's double gaming fixtures is man city so um i know the other ones are against sheffield united but they're just they're not keeping clean sheets at all uh yeah um Hassan was asked about this um he said... He was asked if he was planning to stick with him and he said it's not the moment to decide this. Uh, and he did a good job. He did see Alex McCarthy, He didn't do a bad job in the past few games. I would I would maybe take exception to that because he's, he's, he looked ropey. Um, so, yeah, he was just... Taught, as you'd expect, he wasn't giving anything away too much. Uh, in the quotes I've seen anyway, there will be some others um, leaking out at some point today. Uh, and, yeah, um, I mean... He did bring McCarthy back the last time he was out, but this was this was different in a sense. It wasn't it wasn't enforced. It was a, a decision to take McCarthy out of the limelight, and um, yeah, I wouldn't be confident about McCarthy getting his place back. I I, will it remains to be seen. I think the thing is with with McCarthy, and that he is naturally uh, a better suited keeper of the way Southampton player, like technically better on the ball than than Forster. Probably not as good as, as Gunn was, but. Forced as distribution, I think, held him back in, in has little eyes for so many tech, for so many months and years now. Um, but maybe he felt like he didn't have really a choice.
1: Yeah, I, I wish I could remember it. where I saw it. I think it was like one of the journalists that just mainly cover, rather than like a general football journalist, they just cover Southampton. I'm sure they said, I wish I remember who it was, that Forster has been working on that because he knew, knows that's yeah. the re, one of the reasons. So potentially, also I think this is a situation where actions speak louder than words. He can't say he feels like McCarthy's been okay and then drop him because that action of dropping sure. him tells me that he doesn't think he's been okay. So yeah, I feel like Forster, will I feel like it's just going to be Forster's chance now. You don't drop your number one um well, maybe you do give him a kick, I guess, but we're only going to see next this week.
0: Ancelotti's done it now and again, hasn't he? He's, he's, yeah, he's yeah. pick picked, picked, picked up the spotlight and put Olsen in, but yeah, I, I don't know if not Hutt was quite the same uh, character in terms of rotating his keeper as his Ancelotti is, but yeah, we'll see. I, I guess Let's it kind of it doesn't, doesn't
1: matter as much as well. Like, if it was West Brom at home and Crystal Palace at home, then maybe Aye. you'd be a bit more keen, but Man City are going to score, so you're really banking on a clean sheet for Sheffield United, so yeah. I guess maybe you can give it one more week just to see before you start making any... Um, yeah, transfer decisions based on it. Was there any other injury news from Southampton?
0: There was quite a lot of it, yeah.
1: So he, he could have
0: back um, three players, um, Walker-Peters, Minamino, and Ibrahima Diallo. Um, and they're back in training and uh, Arsenal said he need to take a look uh, whether they can be involved, but he said it looks good. So that's that's a hell of a boost really because um, they're down to the bare bones. Certainly certainly a full-back where Walker-Peters will come in and even in central midfield as well with out for the season. Jeanette uh, was a fresh doubt I think with a, a knock to his ankle but um, uh, getting numbers back so I think it's now I'm just looking at uh, who they've got out I think it's just long term ones like uh, Romeo Obafemi and Smallboard and Walcott as well uh, so yeah they are getting numbers back but uh, obviously we'll need to see a lot more before we we pile on Southam again because they're in such a bad run of form and, and and I think it's it's telling that we haven't we haven't really discussed them in, in double gaming 27 terms because they just in such bad nick um and have one terrible fixture that I'm not even considering getting any of them in. Yeah, for
1: me fixtures. too. They are one of the teams that has a fairly good fixture run after game week thirty. It's not maybe quite as good as some others, but we're talking Burnley, West Brom, Palace, then a blank Leicester, Liverpool, Fulham lead. So it's not the worst, but like you said, I'd have to see a lot more. I I, I just can't see me buying a Southampton player before the end of the season, to be honest. But never say never. Um one of the teams they're facing Sheffield United, how are they looking at the moment?
0: Yeah, they're beset by problems as well, I think. Um, I mean, they didn't do too badly against Liverpool, but then it goes to Liverpool's not on great nick themselves. Uh, Basham and Bogle are still out. They were out last week, but um, Wilder's confirmed that uh, they'll miss out again. Um, I think they're looking at the FA Cup match, which will mean the after the international break for, uh, for the Premier League returns. Already without the likes of Egan, of course, as well, O'Connell, Robinson. Sander Berger. Um, they've lost Jagielka to suspension as well. So um, a patched-up back line. It might, it might be Stevens dropping back to centre-half and Osborne coming in, or oh, uh, which was raised by Weller, the, the prospect of changing formation. Um, now I don't think he's done this from the start in the Premier League. He something he does it mid-game when they're the chasing leads. He said it was a possibility, but he said this before and he just sticks with the usual 3-5-2. So um, I, I suspect it might be Stevens dropping back to centre-half and, and then Osborne coming in at wing-back. I think is what happened when uh, Jagielka got sent off against Villa. Um, but yeah, uh, again, a team no one will be, will be considering for now, even if they have just kept a clean sheet.
1: Yeah, definitely not. Um, okay, so I think there's four teams left, which I haven't got any pictures for, but uh, let's go through them one by one. So team, like I said earlier, planting the seed for Antonio playing Leeds. Was there anything from West Ham?
0: There was, yes. Um, it Concerns the keepers as well. So, Fabianski missed out uh, in the last game, and Randolph came in. Both of those keepers are flagged now. Um, uh, Moy said he was confident of having at least one of them back for Monday night, though, so they're both close to a return. Um, no word on on uh, Fredericks, I think. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I think those are the, it's the goalkeeping situation that's the main issue with West Ham, which is good for possibly good news for the likes of um, Bamford and Rafinha if you're thinking of playing them. Um, if they are down to uh, Martin, then uh, that's even better news. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but did you mention the other teams Andy, or were you just going to go through the moment? Yeah, no, then? I'll
1: quickly go through What Rafinha, it's interesting you mentioned I'm benching him. What do you reckon, Rafinha or Fernandez? Who are you benching?
0: I've got Rafinha benched at the moment. I think I've, um, I'm playing one of my Leeds players, but, and it's Bamford. Uh, but I might switch that, because Rafinha has looked the more dangerous.
1: But no, no joy in benching Fernandez. No too risky?
0: Um... Yeah, it's too. It just
1: need, just needs one. I know.
0: run and a Kyle Walker mishap, which is always possible. Um, yeah, bring him down for happen. a penalty. Yeah, no, yeah. I I just
1: can't do it. I can't. I just can't do it. I, I've thought about it, but I just yeah, it's not happening. Uh, yeah, sorry. The other teams are Wolves, West Brom, and Arsenal. And Arsenal's on. Well.
0: Yeah, Arsenal was the first one of the week. It was actually on Wednesday, um, which was weird. I don't know why the hell it so early. Uh, Smith Rowe. Thinks the only only person flagged. Um, there was more comments about uh, about rotation and the Europa League and the necessity to to um, to swap players around, um, which is a problem we're going to face with Arsenal going forward. I think unfortunately, so long as they remain in the Europa League, we've mentioned this last week about the excellent fixtures, but just they've got this hanging over their head, um, the rotation risk uh, throughout throughout the rest of March and then and then going into April if they do stay. In, in European competition, uh, so I think it's fairly quiet on the injury front. Uh, I think Runison's, um still an injury doubt, uh, but not much, not much to report from that press conference, and not much report from the other two either. Um, Allardyce faced the media after uh, after the uh, game last night, and we haven't heard anything re- really more from then. Uh, Snodgrass came back, and was on the bench, and we've also yeah, Santo did face the media at one. But it was there was nothing much in the way of team news, which is nothing unusual there, as we've come to learn over the years. With Sandor. Uh he uh, was talking about uh, internationals, and uh, there was a bit of talk of Triori as well. But nothing much happening. But I'll um, I'll keep posted because there are there are press conferences I've yet to see in their entirety. There are press conferences that haven't had everything released yet. That'll be happening throughout the day, and then obviously keep your eyes peeled for the the um, barrage of half 10 yeah, embargoed yeah, stuff, and there might be some. Especially after last night, with the Thursday night press conferences, there might be some stuff coming out um, tonight, later on this evening. But we'll keep you posted if if anything happens. And we'll be having, uh, I think Dave has just brought the um, TV news article out now, as I speak. And um, I'll be doing more lineups and, and tweets throughout the evening. So yeah, we'll keep you posted if there's anything more.
1: Yeah, so ArtCourt already out on fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. Uh, and if you want to keep up to date on Twitter, it's FFScout. And like Neil said, because we're on a Saturday deadline, we can possibly make use of the uh, embargo stuff at half ten tonight. So sometimes there's some juicy stuff in there. Uh, it's definitely worth saving your transfers until at least then um, before you make them, just in case. You never know. Uh, I'll just leave you um, with the fan team stuff. So if you haven't already checked out, there's a €500 euro prize pool this week, completely free to enter. It's just for Fantasy Football Scout viewers there's a link in the description below to sign up and there's a link to an article which you'll need to get the password so i saw people in the chat earlier asking what the password was it's in that article so just click that and you can get it from there uh otherwise neil thank you uh, very much for joining me as always
0: thanks adi yeah good luck, everybody this week
1: yeah we'll be back same time ish next week next two deadlines are on friday but we'll still have the team news um before then good luck this week hopefully it's a little bit more entertaining than the last couple uh, or the last round of games uh, in double Game gaming 26 good luck and we'll see you soon